Facebook has really messed up my immediate plans. Yes, they did. Wow. So, uh, in case you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, they sent us a bunch of fake bot traffic. Not bot traffic as in purchased. I mean, I purchased the traffic, but they sent me robot traffic that don't they don't click on affiliate links or sign up for newsletters or anything. No, and you were able to prove it. And I proved it hard. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, we're going to talk about kind of what we're doing in the immediate future in today's episode, starting now. your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. So anyways, yeah, they, you got proof of them sending you bot traffic. I absolutely, I got airtight proof. And for anyone who wants to see some of my awesome proof screenshots that I actually sent to their support, you can join up in our new Facebook group called Fearless Nation. I'll have the link to it in the description where, yeah, where I'm going to be dropping uh, kind of like a lot of cool, fun behind the scenes stuff. So if you want to get any of like the fun behind the scenes uh, information and details um, that I don't get to cover inside of these podcast episodes or Extra videos. Extra tips we, we give or use. Yes. Then uh, go to that group and join up and we will be happy to have you. And, you know, it's a small group right now. It's just like four of us at the moment. That's okay. <laughs> We're it's, it's brand new. We're just, and we just started really putting content into it, but join up because there's going to be some good stuff going in there. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yes, me too. All right. So moving forward now, though. We have stalled out with Facebook ads. Yeah, we're stalled out with Facebook ads. So long story short, they wanted me to install the tracking pixel, which is an oversight on my part. I switched themes um, on the site, and that ended up getting rid of my pixel code, my tracking code. So I had to reinstall the Facebook pixel tracking code. So now I have to just like wait and throw more money at Facebook so that they can confirm robot traffic and tell me, what I can do to avoid this from happening anymore. Right. Okay. Awesome. Yes. So this, this really makes me appreciate free traffic. It makes me appreciate free traffic too, because if you end up getting robot traffic from Google, you don't care because ultimately you're not spending money. I mean, you still kind of care, but it doesn't cost you anything. It's irritating when you're paying for fake traffic. Yeah. That, that's just been frustrating. <laughs> like, Okay, so our plan now is to do what? So we're going to go back to kind of some of the foundations of our business, which is just search engine optimization. Uh, while we're working on this paid traffic stuff, our business doesn't sleep. So we are going to continue moving forward by uh, basically just doing search engine optimization for the content, you know, for the affiliate content that we're That's trying. our bread and butter. Guys. It really is. It's always there. I love keyword research. Like, I, I feel like such a dork saying that. Well, and so keyword research is the foundation. In my opinion, it's the foundation of good SEO, right? Like you, you can, if you choose your keywords well, then you can pretty much like succeed. You know, you don't need to, SEO has so many aspects, right? You've got your on-page SEO, 
which is like you're you know getting your titles and you're you know getting all your h1s and h2s and all that stuff getting those correct getting good internal linking structure good site structure good site speed oh i don't and, like any of this yeah and you're even boring me right <laughs> yeah it's 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 not ideal right but that that's one aspect of search engine optimization and then the next aspect is your off-page search engine optimization which is going to be like your link building and things like that and, and link building Goodness, that's just tedious link, or super expensive. Yeah, link building is expensive either with money or with time because link yeah. building is not necessarily simple. Like you, you can find articles all day long about like scaling your link building efforts, which is basically, yes, there are a few tactics that I've seen from like Backlinko that might be scalable, but for the most part, it is usually a lot of tedious outreach. And when people talk about scaling link building, they're you know talking about hiring people essentially to work Basically, for you. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know why I'm talking about what what is link building, why are we talking about link building? Just quick basic SEO stuff. Google has is as part of their algorithm, they look at sites that link to other sites, right? Back in the day, it was a quantity thing, right? The more links a page had, the more that they were. They're it's like votes, right? Links are votes for your page. When another website links to you, it's a vote from that web page that they like this page, it's a high quality page. And so the more links you had, the better you did. Then people realized that and started buying links and they got like the most garbagey links possible. So then Google started going, well, maybe the quality of the site should matter, right? Like you're getting a vote from like, you know, a, a felon or something right. isn't gonna be as good as getting a vote from like an upstanding citizen. So they they started considering quality. And so anyways, you can buy links, right? You can go, I, I use that term. There's, you can buy links, like the right. literally like, hey, give me, here's money, put a link on your page. That's stuff that Google's totally against. And then there's like the kind of gray area of like, you can pay a company to write a guest post for you. And then they'll go and contact blogs to put that guest post on their blog. It's again, it's it's like a gray area, but to me, I think it's acceptable. And the reason I think it's acceptable is it's not much different than if I had an employee that I'm like, hey, write a guest post and then contact a bunch of bloggers to see if you can put it on their site. Yeah. You know, Google, they have their like pure, beautiful, you know, definition of white hat SEO is everything's altruistic. And, and that's uh, wonderful and lovely. And you're doing a guest post because you like someone's blog so much and you aren't even, you don't even care if you get a link back. And it's like, yeah, that's not at all how most of this works. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's like, you guys created the system. I didn't. Anyways, right. I'm not trying to harp on SEO too long. So what I'm saying though is you can get really into the nitty gritty of on-page technical SEO and it can take a lot of time to learn that stuff and get good at it. And it, it's, it's not simple. And I don't, I don't know a lot of all that yeah. either. Like learning the basics is simple, right? But if you're going to try to rank your site only using on page, it still may not be possible depending on what kind of keywords you've gone after. But, um, it's still, you need to learn like a lot of stuff to get it right. Doing off page SEO really well can often require tons of time investment or tons of money to rank for certain keywords, right? Yeah, you can rank a, a website or you can rank a page really easily with one link if you did your keyword research right. So all of these things kind of come back to how did your keyword research go? Mm -hmm. Did you choose good keywords? If you choose good keywords, then you can rank your site. 
even if you're on page SEO is just okay. Even if you're off page SEO is just okay. Or you non-existent. Can, or non-existent. You can still rank a web page. Now, yes, you're not going to rank for super competitive terms, but you don't have to in order to make good money, right? And so people might be thinking, all right, what's keyword research? Keyword research is all about finding content or finding keywords. You know, the thing that you type into Google when you go to google.com, you're finding phrases and words and stuff that people are searching for, right? They yeah. have, yeah, and, yeah. and you're creating content that matches the intent of their search. Okay. Okay. Like that, that is keyword research, right? So an example is, let's say you have a salon in, um, you know, pick a city. Uh, Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Wow. That was a, that's a choice. <laughs> Nothing against the people in New Mexico, right? That's in New Mexico, right? I think so. Okay. Excellent. So anyways, um, so you, you have a salon in Albuquerque, right? Mm -hmm. When you have any of these local businesses, almost always you'll see in, in when you're doing your keyword research, you'll always see the keyword like salons near me. Yeah. Okay. Do not go after that keyword, right? Because the user's intent, if you are in Albuquerque, right? The general person searching for salons near me is not in Albuquerque, right? Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the typical person search, they're looking, that is called a location search, right? Or a locale search. They aren't trying to find your salon in Albuquerque. So you don't go after that kind of keyword, right? That's the intent. If um, someone is searching for, you know, uh, bicycle discount, right? They're about to buy a bicycle or, you know, I should be more specific, like Walmart, uh, bicycle discount or something like that. You don't want to rank for that phrase because they're looking for Walmart specifically. Right. Right. So that's all about the intent. What is your, what is the person who's searching? What are they intending to find? Yeah. Back in the day, intent didn't matter. You could, you could rank for salon right. near me, even though the salon that people were finding at the top of Google wasn't near that. Right, you're just going to write salon near me within the article like 30 times. Yeah, <laughs> and you get a bunch of salon near me links pointing back at your site and stuff. Yeah, it was like the old old days of search engine optimization. Anyways, so you find these keywords that people are looking for and you create content so that when they find it at the top of Google, hopefully, they're happy that they found it, right? Right. And that's the point of keyword research. Now you might be thinking, okay, well, how do I find these magical keywords? The tool that we use is actually called KW Finder. And we've got our affiliate link in the show notes, the description here. We've used so many different. Like oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've used a lot. So a lot of people, you know, the typical professional uses Ahrefs. It's a good, it's a good system of tools, but I just have always really liked KW Finder. Back in the day, we used to use a tool. Firstly, the first one I ever used was Market Samurai. Yeah, that uh, was the one that I didn't like. Yeah, you couldn't stand that tool because it was so, it, it's, it was pretty slow. And so, um, apparently you weren't the only one because this fella named Spencer Hawes was using Market Samurai. I was like, this is too slow. I need to make a faster tool. So he came out with a tool called Longtail Pro. Loved it. Loved it. And this was a tool, like this was a desktop application, right? It wasn't like a website. All the keyword research tools back then were like these softwares, almost like, you know, Microsoft Word or whatever. Like there were right. applications on your computer. Yeah, I loved using Longtail Pro. Yeah, and then they got, he did some partnership with people and they like, they completely messed up the launch. Like they, they tried to get everyone onto their, they turned it into a web service, like a website that you logged into. Yeah. 
and they totally messed up the transition. I don't know. There's probably a few people that still use Longtail Pro, but I've checked out their blog in the past and it looks dead. And I'm not sure the business is doing that well because you have all these other amazing tools. You've got SEMrush and Ahrefs and KW Finder and just like so many other options out there. Yeah. Anyways, we use KW Finder because it's firstly a fantastic, their UI is amazing. Like their interface. I think that's probably, you know, the thing that attracts me most to it. And then it was really similar to Longtail Pro. It was. It made, it was a very simple transition. Also, their pricing is fantastic compared to a lot of these other tools, right? You have, oh, yeah. Yeah, like Ahrefs is really expensive. SEMrush is really expensive, you know, so... Um, for what we need and especially like the volumes that we do, we get the best deal with KW finder and yeah. it's just a really good tool, but they, so what, what do these tools do? Right. You put in a keyword, right? You could put in like hats and what it's going to do is it's going to find all the keywords it can that are related to that seed. It's called a seed keyword. And then they tell you like what the estimate of traffic is. All of these tools have terrible traffic estimates, right? They're, they're very mediocre. Use it as a guideline, not as a rule. Anyways, they'll tell you how roughly how many people each month are searching for that keyword phrase. They'll show you the, the results, the search engine results, what appears in Google and how difficult they think it is. All these tools have their own little difficulty score, largely not useful. Never try to compare a difficulty score between, between tools. Them. No, never compare difficulty score you can you can compare difficulty scores between keywords and even then i would caution only compare between keywords in the same niche right if you are in the fashion niche then fine a, a keyword difficulty of 60 is harder than a keyword difficulty of 40 but you can't look at a keyword difficulty score from you know some other niche like you know karate lessons or whatever yeah and compare it to your fashion you know and go oh, well that niche looks easier right like that's just it's not apples to apples right and then you even so beyond that you have to still look at the results and understand what the the competition really looks like yeah that's probably the next thing i would tell anyone who wants to do any kind of search engine optimization especially starting out with keyword research is don't lean on the competition scores. That was one thing that always drove me nuts about Longtail Pro is everyone was like obsessed with their keyword, their KC score. I forget what it was called, what they called it. Or K something like that. Yeah. They, people were obsessed with like 30 under and it's like the, those scores are so like, they're all over the place. They're not a good representation of the difficulty. Cause how many times do we see a keyword that looks really hard um, from the score, but then we see like the competition, we're like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, like little blogs or something. Or then you see one with a super easy score, and then you go and see the results are like Amazon, Walmart, Better Homes and Gardens, you know, Country Living or yeah. whatever. Yeah, there's there's a lot of nuance to all of <laughs> Forbes. it. Forbes. You're not going to outrank that. Yeah. But what I would say is um, if you are wanting to get started in this world of, you know, search engine optimization, getting some of that free Google traffic... Get, I love free traffic. <laughs> get good at keyword research. It is absolutely, our business is built on good keyword research. You know, all the other stuff, the on-page SEO, the off-page SEO, the link building and all that stuff, that stuff is only going to enhance how successful you are if you get good at keyword research. And I know some people are probably thinking, but Chris, isn't there a limit to the number of keywords there are? And it's like, no, that's the beautiful thing about it. There is not a limit to the keywords, right? 
yes, some niches are really competitive. Don't go into insurance. Just speaking from experience, avoid those niches. <laughs> all right. But in 2001, the iPhone was not a thing, or at least maybe in 2000, but I think it came out in like 2001, 2002, something like okay. that. Right. When the iPhone came out, a whole bunch of new keywords came out, right? Every time someone launches a new product, new keywords are born. Yeah. Right? Every time some type of celebrity couple happens, new keywords are born. Yeah. Every time there's some type of, you know, I don't like talking about the accident current or something. Current events. But current events, elections, sporting events. All of these things are new keywords. Keyword, new keywords are born every single day, yeah. right? Fidget spinners oh, was not a keyword <laughs> until kind of-ish recently, right? You yeah. Know, within the last few years. And then you'll watch the trend go down. You will. You'll watch the trend go down. But there are, there are new keyword phrases being born constantly. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's infinite. There is always going to be low competition high traffic keywords. They will always exist. Now that traffic may disappear, right? If you find a low competition, high traffic keyword about fidget spinners, you're, you probably had a fantastic year and then it just died, right? Yeah. That happens, you know, but you got to enjoy it. Like there's a lot of profit in those types of keywords. All I can say about keyword research is that before we started keyword research, before we ever started doing that. Like we always heard people say, yeah, keywords, it's keyword research. And you and I kind of ignored it or it was one of those like, we just don't know it well enough. But we ultimately thought we needed to try it. And it truly was a turning point for our business because prior to that, you know, you'd been doing that, you know, three, three times. Yeah. yeah, three three posts a week, every single week for, goodness, like years. And then we started doing keyword research and all of the sites that we were running just exploded yeah, with traffic. Just, it was, it was definitely a turning point for the entire business. So, um, anyways, I think we've driven home the point of how important keyword research to me is the most important aspect of search engine optimization. If you get keyword research, right, all other aspects for the most part of your search engine optimization can kind of be forgiven. Yeah. You, like it will probably work out just fine for you. You can't forget bad keywords. You can't forget. No. Go ahead. Try to rank for insurance. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not happening. So, no. um, anyways, so yes, the tool of choice we use, it's the uh, KW Finder by Mangools. We've got our affiliate link in the description. Get over there and, uh, try, they have a 10 day free trial. Give that a try and they, see if they like you like the interface as much as we do. Yeah, they, it lets you do a few searches each day. Every 24 hours, you get like five or 10 searches or something like that. Like you start to unlock the world of you get to see like x-ray vision, what people are searching for. And that'll probably you'll immediately start getting ideas on what you could start writing about. Oh, yeah. I mean, and they have so many like extra tools within there that like this, the trackers like oh yeah it's not just a keyword research tool like no. they you get to see um backlinks they and they use um they don't have it, it they use majestic right so ahrefs has like the premier backlink index but majestic is a pretty good one too um anyways they've got backlink checking they've got serp analysis they've got uh which is search engine you know paid research yeah. results page analysis 
Um, they've got the uh, rank tracking, so you can keep track of your rankings. I love checking that. Yeah, so lots of tools in there. The 10-day free trial, give it a shot. If you like it, pay for it, and you're like start growing your business with search engine optimization. I like it. Yes. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. You take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.